Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Yeah. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. See, you're back on B today. Back on B. Yeah, yeah. Back on B, back home. Four Christmases are over. All right. Yeah. Ready for some normalcy. <laughs> back in the if saddle ever, again. If that ever happens. Yeah. Ready for some normalcy. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was looking today at hogsports.com. It seems relatively quiet. Is Curtis on vacation? I noticed Andrew was uh, on the basketball beat today. Yeah. No, Curtis wrote an article today, but, uh, you know, everybody's got travel and Christmas, and it's just it's just kind of the nature of things right now. But uh, everybody's got family, different different parts of the, the country and stuff. So, um, you know, just, just that kind of time. But I know that everybody's ready to get back to work. Yeah. Can't wait. Is, uh, is Danny been out? just normal christmas stuff okay you know okay yeah i mean i i I think i've got a little bit more than everybody i've got you know i I do four christmases so um we wrapped up the last one yesterday uh so um yeah i think we we've covered everything so have a little bit of new year celebration here in a couple days and uh, watch some bowl games and um yeah, there'll be plenty more stuff, more activity uh, coming up with Transfer Portal and things like that. And we know there's a visit weekend coming up, I believe January 6th. So uh, things will things will get hopping again. And this, you know, Kenny Guyton news whenever whenever that stuff breaks officially. What are you expecting with Guyton? Yeah. I mean, well, no, I'm I'm, so, I'm talking. Okay, let's let's go ahead and either presume, assume, however you want to say it. He is gone. Guyton is gone to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Who do you see, in your opinion, would be the next successor? Yeah. Well, I haven't had a chance to really just, you know, dive in. And, you know, I like to go back and see who all um, who all uh, Bobby Petrino has worked with in the past because I think that's the most important mm-hmm. thing to bring in somebody that uh, is really very familiar with his offense. And, you know, the names that jump out – the topper, Damian Craig, who was with him last year at Texas A&M. And then, of course, Paul Petrino, who's at uh, Central Michigan as the offensive coordinator there. And then Garrick McGee, who's at Louisville as the wide receivers coach. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Craig would be a guy that's going to land somewhere. I believe the coaching convention is January 7th, so there's possibility there. But I don't think that Arkansas needs to, like, go out and, and find – a wide receivers coach you know I think they need to get somebody that Petrino is very familiar with having worked with in the past that just knows the offense and can be an extension of him just like Garrick was here um, just like Paul Petrino was here um, but Garrick never worked with wide receivers at Arkansas although that's what he's doing now uh, but that's what I think that Arkansas needs. I always thought that Paul Petrino was one of the top wide receiver coaches in the country. He had a lot of really good talent to work with at Arkansas. But I just remember him coaching those guys hard, just like well, just like Bobby did mm-hmm. in practice too. Uh, but that's what I really remember about that. 
it's great to have a, a strong recruiter and all those things. That's obviously important. But to me, the most important thing for Arkansas is that they win this year. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to see this thing blow up. I want you know things to end well with Bobby Petrino. I don't want it to be just like a bunch of excitement and then just kind of a dud. Um, so, but I think that that would be good to to get somebody who has a background with him. And and at the same time, um, you know, I just don't. I was surprised that, you know, Pitt, I wasn't surprised that Pittman said he didn't expect coaching staff changes because I used to hear coaches say that all the time right before there was a bunch of changes. Mm-hmm. I can remember uh, before Gus Malzahn, um, you know, left sitting there in Houston Nutt's office uh, at the table, you know, doing an interview, and somebody asked if he expected to have any more coaching staff changes, <laughs> and he said no. Uh, so coaches, you know, are going to answer like that until it, it happens. It's just kind of what they're forced to do in this in this industry. But uh, I was a little surprised, um, you know, something didn't happen a little bit sooner just because usually an offensive, a new offensive coordinator is going to bring in um, somebody that he's familiar with. Of the three, Petrino, Craig, and McGee, who is the strongest recruiter? That that seems to be high on Sam Pittman's list. I would think it'd be high on Bobby's list as well. Well, absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think that's important. I think the most important thing is to me is that he understands and you know has an in-depth knowledge of that offense because they need to win right now mm-hmm. also. Uh, but Garrick McGee was a pretty good recruiter when he was here, um, obviously. And uh, you know Damian Craig, I think, has been a pretty strong recruiter. I mean, he was at Craig was at Texas A&M since 2018, so he's been there a while. He's also coached at LSU and Auburn. Um, you know, obviously has a lot of ties to Auburn. So Craig. I mean, you look at some of the guys that he brought in at Texas A&M, and you may say, well, yeah, they, you know, Texas A&M's a place, you know, in a hotbed of talent, so maybe it's harder to grade exactly there. And, you know, they're also giving players a lot of money to go there. Uh, So, but uh, I don't know. I might say Craig. I think maybe he would be a guy you would say maybe they're the ace recruiter. But at the same time, Paul Petrino played a big role in keeping the guys at Arkansas and, you know, Childs and um, Joe Adams, you know, who they flipped from USC, Jarius Wright, some of those guys. They got Kobe Hamilton there, I believe, when he was there also. So, you know, he, he's got a good reputation as well as a recruiter, although it's kind of been a while since we had a lot of familiarity with him. But, mm-hmm. you know, I might I might just say Craig, um, you know, just based on some of the guys that he brought in at LSU and A&M and Auburn. Let's talk with uh, Gary. Gary, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. Um, thanks for letting me on. Uh, I spoke with a uh, a uh, father of a football player that that's played the last few years at Arkansas uh, today, and I asked him about the locker room, what his son said about the locker room well, i guess we're not going to know the answer to that one are hmm. we Gee, we're not going to know the i'm going to guess killing us i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to guarantee he's not going to say it was so good <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right i think you got it <laughs> yeah well they you know they they've had it you're going to have issues in the locker room every year I mean, you just are. You know, people don't haven't always known about it. You know, but I mean, it just happens. You know, and even even teams that are you know bonded and everything like that. Uh, but it, it happens. I don't think that the locker room issues are the same or the same this past year as they were the year before. And also, when you're losing, when you're losing, and you just can't seem to get over the hump, and it's close game after close game. I mean, that's going to cause problems. You're just going to be finger-pointing and things like that. It's just going to happen. But I know that what really surprised me was ahead of, you know, 2022 season and during 2022 season, um, how much division there was in the locker room. And 
that's why I wasn't really surprised when we saw so much attrition, so many players leaving, and some of those players, you know, weren't bad guys or anything like that. And sometimes wires just get crossed and stuff like that. But there were definitely players that were encouraged to leave just based on, you know, how things were in the locker room, kind of trying to reset things. There was a lot of that. Last year, I know that there was some stuff, too. It wasn't anything close to what it was in 2022, though. Well, All right, we've think, got... I think about this. The Oakland A's had locker room problems and won three straight World Series. I mean, that yeah. can happen. And you think Florida State had locker room problems this year? Probably not. But 20 of them aren't playing in the bowl game. So is that a locker room problem? I'd think so. Hey, that 2006 Arkansas team had some locker room problems. Hmm. Yeah, they won 10 games. Right. Won 10 <laughs> games, that's right. Yeah. All right, let's try Gary again. Gary, are you still I'll... with us? All right, tell us yeah, how fabulous I'll, I'll the talk... locker room was. I'll I'll talk faster this time. So the word that this the word that the dad said this player used was toxic. Um, yeah. That that surprised me. Uh, I understand. Uh, oh, we got problems in the locker room. We got this and that. But toxic, the word that he used, really makes me worried. And I said, well, what what do you think caused it? And he said, uh, without a doubt, uh, KJ and Rocket having million dollar deals and. I think we got the gist of that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. I, I don't. I don't think there's any doubt that you know when when two guys make that much more than everybody else. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is, guys, in the pros, quarterbacks handle that well. Now, everybody knows how valuable the quarterback is. They're the mm-hmm. highest paid players, but they're usually team oriented. I don't know if you saw, but Patrick Mahomes, I can't remember what he bought all his, uh, all the offensive linemen recently, but he did, and they take care of those kind of things. But you take a guy that's never had that done before, and all of a sudden you hand him a bunch of money, he really doesn't know what to do. And yeah. so I don't know that you can totally blame him. I think you blame the system on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rocket wasn't making a million, but you know probably half a million, probably right about half a mil. Um, you know, KJ a little bit closer to a million, not quite a million either. But you also, you know, you have to consider when you know when we're comparing it to the NFL. There are some people that say, not everybody, but some people say, you know, once you get rich. Um, you know, then everything else is just kind of not gravy, but you know, once you get rich and you can buy whatever you want, then um, you know there's a it's a big difference between you know not being rich um, and in college you're talking about guys making some guys making hundreds of thousands of dollars and some guys making very little nothing ten thousand dollars fifty thousand you know which is you know good money they weren't getting that before plus their education but there's a big difference between you know some guys are able to buy diamonds and um you know drive fast cars and big you know fancy cars and have nice places to live and and others aren't in the nfl most guys are making really good money especially guys that are out there starting you know, all your offensive linemen, your left tackle, your quarterback, obviously, you know, your backs, your receivers. Now everybody wants to make more money, and there's negotiations and stuff. But for the most part, these guys are all getting really well paid. And in college, there's a much bigger discrepancy. You're not talking about as much money in most cases. Um, in some cases, you're not, obviously, with uh, – um, with with Manning over there at Texas, the word is that he's making more than Brock Purdy is in the mm. NFL right now. By far. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in most cases, the college player's not making what NFL guys are. And NFL guys, everybody's getting, you know, paid and negotiated contracts and stuff. So I think it's it's a lot different. Um so maybe yeah, maybe there is some some room for some jealousy and some animosity over uh, some of that stuff. And uh, you know, I heard what Chris McCaffrey bought everybody um, all new golf clubs every every yeah. starter on yes. offense. Yes. Yeah, all new golf clubs and stuff like that. And I guess you know you're able to do that when you're you know making millions and millions versus you know hundreds of thousands, which you you could do that, but it's probably not the best use of your money. James, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, Trey, real quick, we've talked the last couple of weeks about the discrepancy between your numbers and what Sam Pittman said he has open. Yes. My question is, do you think that he's holding on to maybe two, three to see who comes available after spring practice? I'll let you answer and get off the phone. So have a great day. Thank you, James. It's possible. I think a lot of these guys, though, we're talking about are players that have another year left. 
right? Mm-hmm. So if I am, say, let's see, Francis Sherman, you know, he's, he's, he has the chance to be a super senior next season. So if Francis Sherman wants to play college football again, why wouldn't you go ahead and get in the transfer portal? You know, I mean, he's he's... I'm sure he's graduated being a super senior. Well, maybe not. Maybe he's waiting maybe he's waiting to graduate. Maybe that's what it is. But um you know, I'm sure there's and I, I, I'm just picking a name out who's a super senior. Um but that's kind of a lot of the guys he was talking about. Hudson Clark would be another one, you know. And Hudson may just be being quiet. There are players that don't make a lot of announcements. Offensive linemen are probably uh the guys most likely not to say anything at all. Um but I, yeah, I don't know why some of them wouldn't go ahead and, you know, if they're going to want to continue playing football, then why you wouldn't enter the portal. But some guys may just be ready to, you know, hey, I've been, I did my, you know, four years or five years in college and I'm ready to move on. I'm not going to the pros. I might be ready just to move on to the next phase of life. And we've seen that every once in a while. Uh, Luke Jones did that last year. You know, he could have come back and been Arkansas starting left tackle, probably would have helped him a lot. Um, but was just ready to move on to the next phase of life. Trey, amongst those super seniors, do you do you remember the numbers? Is it like five, six, seven, whatever it may be? Let's see. I'll bring it There's up. There's Hudson Clark. We mentioned him. You mentioned Francis Sherman. Um, yeah, let's see. Arkansas Football Scholarship Distribution. You can find that on Hog Sports. Let's see. I've got him at... I've got them at currently 86 scholarship players. That's one over the the maximum. And obviously Sam Pittman says the number's more like 78. So I've got them at seven redshirt super seniors. This is looking ahead to 2024, so this would be rising redshirt super seniors. So I've got them at seven redshirt super seniors, six super seniors. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've got a good number right now that, that still need to to say that what they're doing. I mean, that's 13 guys that haven't said anything who have the option. Well, I say haven't said anything. Some of them have. Like Isaac Tesla's, you know, he's coming back, and Andrew Armstrong's coming back, and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, that's I don't know what the number is of guys that haven't said anything off the top of my head. I don't have that written down. But there's 13 total who would be classified as super seniors next year. Oh, that makes me wonder. Obviously, they they must have had some conversation with Coach Pittman. He is aware of that 13, and there is a certain number. They're not coming back. They just oh, haven't yeah. made the announcement yet. Just haven't made the announcement yet. Um, and I mean, I've heard some things here and there. Uh, all right, let's look at it real quick. Uh, as far as super seniors by position, uh, Tyrone Broden, who we believe is coming back, Correct. is kind of more cryptic. Andrew Armstrong coming back. Uh, Isaac Tesla is coming back. Um, at tight end, I mentioned Francis Sherman a second ago. He'd be the only guy that classifies as a rising super senior. Brady Latham. Takias Crawford has said he's coming back. Um, let's see, go to defense. Jashad Stewart, obviously his status is up in the air mm-hmm. after his arrest. And he'd be the only defensive end, defensive tackle. Uh, Eric Gregory has not said. Marcus Miller has not said. Kiwi Rose has not said. Uh, I believe that Gregory and Rose are coming back, but they haven't said anything yet. And that's all for defensive tackle. I would think Miller would take the uh, uh, medical red shirt or whatever it's called. I mean, he's a red shirt super senior, so he's been at Arkansas for five years now, Mm -hmm. you know, so he may be. Maybe graduated and, and ready to move on, you know, um, and maybe that's an option to him to to take a medical hardship also, and you know if he wants to stay in college again, maybe that's maybe that's an option for him. Um, linebacker, don't believe no no super seniors. Cornerback, you've got Keon Stewart who we haven't heard from, uh, and he's the only one at cornerback and then safety you've got Hudson Clark uh, Danico Slaughter is going to be one but obviously he's transferring in so Hudson Clark would be the only safety and we know Malik Javis is transferring out he would have been a super senior and then on special teams Matthew Shipley who's coming in from Hawaii is a super senior and he'd be the only one so that's that's everybody who has the opportunity 
to play another year of college football. You do have to be invited back by your school, though. Hmm. So, again, Coach Pittman knows that yeah. number. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Sure. And we're also taught, you know, you mentioned Marcus Miller's maybe a guy that would be a medical hardship or something. Uh, you know, there's Quincy McAdoo. We need to find out what exactly his status is. He could be another guy. Mm. Boy, that would be tough. Yeah, that would stink. That would be tough. So we know, okay, you're using 86. I guess that's Bradley yes. Shaw who put the number yes. to 86. Yes. Okay. And uh, so would that mean uh, that number goes from 77 or, or did you already have it at 78? Well, yeah, so Pittman said 77, well, 78, depending on what scholarship we have out there. That's what he said on Wednesday. This was when he knew that Bradley Shaw had signed with them but wasn't ready to make it public, okay. so that's why I used that kind of language. So um, I believe he, I believe Pittman's number right now is 78. Uh, this question concerning Quincy came from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz Texlin. I don't know that you'll have an answer for this one, uh, Trey. This is from the H seven zero. How healthy is McAdoo? I don't think we know yeah. the answer to that. Do don't we? Don't have that answer. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. Uh, this is H seven O's different H seven zero opinion. Craig is the best recruiter. I mean, I think if we went back and looked at the players that each guy's recruited, I mean, is it fair to base Paul Petrino's recruitment, you know, during his time at Idaho and his time currently at Central Michigan? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, probably not as fair. Uh, and then you look at Craig and, you know, he's been Texas A&M, LSU, Auburn, places like that. So, um, And how much of it, Trey, is distorted now by the NIL? Tremendously distorted. Yeah. And like we said, Texas A&M, we know that they've, you know, Evan Stewart went to Texas A&M. Damian Craig was his position coach. The only reason he went to Texas A&M wasn't just because Damian Craig was a great recruiter. I mean, <laughs> that was part of the number one recruiting class of all time at the time, you know. So, um, and we know that they spent a good bit of money bringing those guys in. Trey, we but will still, talk to you tomorrow. To say he's not a good recruiter. I mean, he's still a good recruiter. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. So how many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Supermac 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just $849, it makes sense to check out all this and more online at MaxPW.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. Come out this weekend to Murphy's Little Rock Gun Show. Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 9 to 4, in the Hall of Industry at the State Fairgrounds. Over 200 tables of rifles, pistols, antique firearms, ammo, knives, military, and collectibles. Buy, sell, trade. 10 bucks for adults. 11 to 15, 5, kids 10 and under free. LEOs and veterans get a $2 discount. Concession stand will be open. You may win a new shotgun for New Year's. Hall of Industry, State Fairgrounds this weekend. Buzz listeners, we would like to thank you for all the support this year. As always, nobody does an end-of-the-month sale like Frank Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. On top of that, it's the end of the year, so we're doing whatever it takes to make you a deal before Saturday night. It's the biggest discounts of the year, plus no payments for three months, and also a free gift with every new vehicle purchased. Save up to $13,000 on new Rams, up to $11,000 off three-quarter tons and one tons, or get up to $10,000 off that all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Make no payments for 90 days and you'll get a free gift but you need to hurry these offers end saturday tonight you can get that new dodge chrysler jeep or ram you've been waiting for and make no payments for three months it's the end of the year so we're doing whatever it takes to make you a deal before saturday night at fletcher dodge you'll always get the best price the lowest finance rate and more for your trade we also promise you a hassle-free buying experience shop fletcher dodge and sherwood before you buy anywhere else come see us in person at fletcher
Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, uh, Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. But got to talk to you about the best deal going. Period. Exclamation mark. Period. The Riverfront Steakhouse. Dinner for two. Now, this basically is a, another holiday weekend. Uh, open tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse. Not open New Year's Eve, but open tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night. Now, I've been advised, be sure and call in a reservation. This is always one of the busiest times at the Riverfront Steakhouse. People wanting to celebrate uh, the coming of the new year. So, while you're there, tell William, tell Shaport, tell your waitress, hey, or waiter, hey, I want the dinner for two for $60. I want to take advantage of the system, so to speak, because this same 10-ounce steak, this 10-ounce filet, you might spend upwards to $75 someplace else. No. It's all part of the package. And that is the salad bar for two, which includes just about everything you can imagine. Load up. It can be a meal into itself. Then you get the entree, which is the filet, 10 ounce, plus four, count them, four, of Frank Fletcher's Double F Fried Shrimp. That's right, fried shrimp. And then you get to pick and share two different sides. Carrie's favorite is the hibachi fried rice with chicken. My favorite is the NFL-sized baked potato. And we have it cooked medium to perfection. Pink with a hot center. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock in the Wyndham Hotel. Oh, by the way, make a reservation. Make a weekend of it. Stay at the Wyndham Hotel for the weekend. And um, you will not regret this choice. 501-371-9000. 501-371-9000. That's dinner for two for 60 bucks. And by the way, when Chris Turnage wants to close a deal, what does he do? He looks like a big spender, big roller, and he takes them to the Riverfront Steakhouse, that dinner for two for 60 bucks. He tells Shapur, hide the ticket. Don't let the client see it. I want him to think I spent well over $100 on his meal. Good afternoon, Chris. Gentlemen, how are you? Hope you guys had a good Christmas. Can you tell, Rick, he is on the app? Oh, how about that? Yep. Yeah. Certainly sounded a little bit different. He's big time. Well, good. 
I have to ask you, you're, you're watching all these bowl games, you're an agent, you're probably looking at guys you'd like to maybe represent. What do you think about all these players skipping bowl games? Do you, you think you think that's beneficial to their NFL future or not? The majority, it is not beneficial. Um, there are certainly some, if you're a first-round pick, I would probably advise a client, okay, you probably need to skip it just in the event that you get hurt. You know, like if you remember Jake Butt with Michigan a few years ago, um, he was projected to be third, fourth round pick. He did get hurt. But outside of that, um, teams want to see guys that want to compete. They want to see guys that love to play the game. You know, I had I had a couple guys that were going to be projected sixth, seventh round that asked me, should I play in a bowl game? I said, absolutely. Uh, this is your chance to go out and end on a high note. You're playing a team that you probably haven't gotten film against before, that NFL teams can see that. And, you know, they love to see a guy that says, hey, I want to compete. I want to go fight for my spot. So so for the majority of guys, it does not help them to, to sit out. Um, I think the majority of guys would benefit them to play. Hmm. All right, I've got a question for you, Chris. And this may be as bizarre of a suspension based upon the events. I think you know where I'm going. The knucklehead for Green Bay, I don't care if he's playing in Charlotte, North Carolina, in his own neighborhood. He just arbitrarily goes out for the coin toss. And then... As a feather knucklehead, he tells the official after he wins the coin toss that he wants to take he they want to put the defense out there. What? Now you're giving away both <laughs> the first half and the second half of getting the football uh, because you've deferred your choice. Thank goodness Lafleur had had talked to the uh, referee and said, "No, here's what we want to do." So thankfully, thankfully he got overruled. Then did you hear the knucklehead's comments? It's like, well, you know, I, I, okay, I, I got a pair of dirty socks, big deal. I mean, he made it sound like it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it's one of the most bizarre stories, honestly. Yeah, it's crazy. So obviously, Jerry Alexander was not a captain to go out midfield. And, you know, his excuse was, oh, I'm from Charlotte, so I want to go out there and say hi to people. So he goes out there, like you said, Randy, and then says, we want to defend instead of we want to defer. Um, that was actually a trick I used to use back in the day in flag football. You know, <laughs> in Europe. So you guys want, want, want to defend first, and then say, yeah, and we get the ball both halves, you know. And so uh, uh, it, was, it was crazy. Like I said, the reasoning that he said he wanted to go out there. Now, I don't know if you saw this. Um, there was an executive from the Packers that did release a statement that said, suspensions usually aren't just for one thing. Um, yes. Which leads you to believe maybe there was yeah. a few other things happening or something else. Um, but that, yeah, that's bizarre that he just goes out there just to kind of clown around and and then he'd be the one to try to call what they want. You know, I mean, it, it, the whole thing is just crazy. Wow, suspended for calling the coin toss. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah very much so. Don't uh, you know that the Green Bay people saying it was something else? Did anybody bother to ask what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess they don't have to tell. I don't, I don't know that they've gotten that answer yet. Yeah, I don't know if they've gotten that answer, but in Green uh, Bay says it probably didn't matter anyway. The knucklehead needed to, needed to be, if he went hadn't done something wrong, then we assume that he did. Wow. But um, <laughs> right. Okay, so right. I, I have to tell you, Chris, I, I'm not interested in watching Cleveland and the Jets tonight. Although Cleveland's playing really well, ten and five, probably in the playoffs and all of that. But <clears throat> do you think the NFL and sports are going to go to more streaming or less? Knowing that, they, they may get a lot of money, but fewer fans can watch uh, games like tonight's game. Yeah, uh, well, let me let me first, Rick, you know, to your part about you don't want to watch it. Maybe I'll give you one reason. So Xavier Gibson is one of my clients. He's their return guy uh, for the Jets. He won the first game of the year, Monday Night Football, with that punt return. He's okay. got a really cool story. It's his first. He's the first in his family to graduate high school. And uh, his mom was wow. a drug dealer growing up. She was in and out of prison. He kind of bounced around in inner city Dallas, and uh, he's never been in trouble, never used drugs. He went to Stephen F. Austin. Uh, he got offered six figures uh, NIL to leave and go to a Power 5 school his senior year, and he said, no, why would I do that? This is the coach that recruited me and uh, wanted to stay here and, and finish what I've got going. So, anyways, that gives you maybe a little reason to watch and cheer for number 82, Xavier Gibson. He's, he's a great kid. And so, the next time uh, the you know, Jets you, the are first, on, the very first, okay, next time they're on, a station that I can get, 
I'll pull for him. And that is a great story. I appreciate that. But I don't think I'm going to call and get Prime Video in the next two hours just so I can watch that. (laughs) Understood. Yeah, understood. But that's good. Uh, But I do love the story. I I love the story. That is a great story. So I do thank you for sharing that. And one other crazy thing there with Xavier. So I told him, I said, if you make the team, I'll beat your first game. So I was there at that Monday night football game, but he didn't have a single family member there, a single friend there, other, wow. I mean, other than me. And so it's just it's a crazy, uh, crazy story. But uh, to answer your, your second part of that, Rick, um, I, unfortunately, I do think they're going to go to more streaming. Unfortunately, um, I hate it. Uh, the other day, I, I subscribed to Peacock just to watch that game. One um, game. On a, yeah, one game. And the then I canceled game. my subscription after that. Yeah. Um, but it's... Uh, I, unfortunately, I think they're going to go to that just because the the money is so lucrative that they're promising, you know, and guaranteeing the NFL that I think they're going to continue to go to that. Um, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it. The move, I get it, but I don't like it. You know, baseball has done the same thing. The difference is they have 162 games. So Apple gets a Friday right. night game. Peacock gets a Sunday game. But you're still going to see your team play 150 times regardless if you have your regular package. Exactly. But with NFL... You only have 17 regular season games. If your team's on streaming two or three times, then that you're you're missing a major part of your season. Exactly right. Yep, exactly. And it, I mean, or if, you know, if you have a rooting interest or whatever it is, yeah, you're exactly right. And so it's it's definitely. I mean, again, I see why they do it, but um, it's it's definitely a uh, a hard pill to swallow for many fans. But as we've talked about college athletics and the absolutely idiotic uh, lawsuit that Florida State has brought against the ACC over a contract that they signed, you know, you, you think it's it's so much about money that it seems like that's all it's about anymore. You've got to try and enjoy the games without that, but it seems like that enters into every conversation about sports at every level. Agreed. Agreed. It's crazy. I mean, I'm working with some NIL guys like as they enter a transfer portal and it you know, a lot of them are like, oh, just see how much I can get, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, guys, it's not all about yeah. money. You know, it's about where you can play, what, you know, what area you like, what coaches are going to bring the best out of you. And uh, unfortunately, Rick, I agree. It just seems like that's uh, that's permeated every discussion of football. That's why I love your story about the guy staying at Stephen F. Austin. That's beautiful. Yeah, no it, it, no doubt. It was it was great. I mean, and to think where he came, he definitely needed the money, but he said, I, why would I do that? This is the coach that recruited me and developed me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those, are, those yeah. are few and far between, unfortunately. Absolutely. All right. Uh, there is, in the Rocky Mountains, uh, headed down a slope at a rapid pace, is Russell Wilson. Hmm. This has to be Tony Mandrich, uh, Jamarcus Russell... Uh, Locke, uh, not Ryan, um, the quarterback, Ryan from Washington, the the massive uh, busted quarterback. Okay, anyway. Oh, Ryan Leaf. Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Yeah. Oh, Leaf. Oh, oh, Washington. I, I think it's about Washington Redskins. No, Washington, no, no. Washington State. I'm yeah. just wrapping yeah, all Leaf, those into yeah. one because I'm not sure all those numbers would tally up to the, the dollars. Now, when it's all said and done, that two hundred and fifty some odd million dollar contract, what's it going to amount to, Chris? Is it going to amount to about half of that, maybe? When it's all said and done, with signing bonus, combine that with this year's contract, next year it's about thirty-seven million that that will have to be eaten, and then I think it's what over a hundred million that's going to be what dead cap money. I mean, what, and then that doesn't include all the different picks uh, that uh, Denver handed over to the Seattle Seahawks, which has already paid dividends for the Seahawks. Um, What a nightmare situation it is right now having to deal with that situation, uh, the Broncos. I'll let you talk about that when we come back. There's the music, so... That's quite the teaser. We'll definitely talk about that. There is a little bit, yeah, there's a little bit of meat on that bone right now. All right, Rick Schaefer, Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.
24-7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. About 46 years ago, Sports Illustrated featured one of its greatest covers in its long history. The high-flying Sidney Moncrief soaring by a helpless Texas Longhorn with the caption, High on the Hogs. The Little Rock native was a consensus first-team All-American and became an NBA All-Star for the Milwaukee Bucks. You could make a pretty compelling case that Hall of Famer Super Sid put Razorback basketball on the map. Folks have been high on the Hogs ever since. Ask your Double B's cashiers about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. And who doesn't need that? Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundais, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Chris Crane Hyundai. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer will be rejoined in a moment by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. I'm Randy Rainwater. Road trip time. Road trip time. In other words, need to head to Rosebud. The Double B's in Rosebud, where I can check out the hot plate lunch, better yet, the fantastic burger, and I missed out on the homemade pies for Thanksgiving, uh, so I'll just have to tough it out, maybe then swing by either Clinton or Cabot. Cabot probably from Rosebud would be far more convenient. Pick up some of that Baskin-Robbins ice cream. And then I could take my choice of many of the Double B's locations for Chester's Chicken or the Big Rock Pizza. Didn't realize there was that many options to eat at the different Double B's location. And then combine that with starting your day off right with that Renoco coffee where I can select my roast then have it ground up into a hot and fresh cup of Renoco coffee so not only can you find a great meal 
at many, if not all of the locations. You can also take advantage of all the great monthly specials. We're down to that precious time where we'll be talking about January specials. So you still got a few days. Take advantage of the great specials. You'll find it Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. All right, Chris, I teased right before the break about the... I don't know if it's ugly or not, but uh, sounds like it could, it could get ugly, but I think Russell Wilson has enough class. I think he kind of understands it's a financial situation, and he's not going to play the next two games because they can't afford to get him injured. So if he's injured, then, what is it, March, his contract becomes guaranteed. So they want to keep him healthy unless he trips over something on the sidelines and hurts himself. You know, this is kind of the similar to Derek Carr's situation last year when the yeah. Raiders benched him the last couple games. Um, you know, agents put these kind of clauses in contracts are called triggers to be able to get leverage to the player. So, in other words, <clears throat> I'd rather make, uh, I'd rather want the team to make the decision now than we can go hopefully hit another big contract versus drag it out, drag it out, he get hurt, something happens, and then he's not guaranteed. So, you're right, Randy. If he's if he's on the roster as of the league year, which is in March, then that 2025 salary, which is 37 million, becomes fully guaranteed. And so 2024 is already guaranteed. They can't do anything about that. Uh, but the 2025 then becomes fully guaranteed at 37 million. And so they're trying to say, hey, we got to protect him so he doesn't get injured, so he's not on our roster here, and avoid that that guarantee in 2025. Wow. And, and so really, they're only they're only, yeah, they're only three options for 2024 are either a cut him out right, um, but then that's actually a a loss of 49.6 million in 2024 with a you got 35 million salary and then some dead money. They could designate him as a post June one, and this is maybe more details than anybody wants to know. But after June one cut, and that would actually they'd have to pay the 35.4, but it would it would alleviate any other dead money there. Or they could try to trade him, but then they're going to have a whole lot of dead money and you know another team's going to have that contract of that potential guarantee of 2025 then. So I think you're going to see him release him probably as a June 1 designation um, and just eat the eat that $35 million salary in 2024, but then they'd be free of it, you know, no, nothing further after that. He can probably um, live on you know, 35 crazy. The million. Eagles for a while, yeah, yeah, I think I think he'd probably do all right for that year. He can yeah. he can go order Amazon Prime and watch the games with that. You know, <laughs> think, at least. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Peacock. But, uh, you know, this kind of <laughs> yeah, Peacock exactly. This kind of started with the Eagles and Wentz. You know, if you remember when they cut it, that was unheard of for them to take approximately a thirty thirty million dollar hit. But more teams are doing it as you see the cap going higher and higher and. Thirty million is not as big a percentage of the cap as what it used to be. So you're seeing more and more of these teams say, "Hey, we're willing to eat thirty, thirty-five million to oh to get out of a longer-term obligation." It's wow. just it's crazy. You, you, you know, ten years ago, you never would have seen a team even consider this, um, and now, like I said, more and more teams are starting to say, "Hey, we'll eat it if we have to," just because of the the cap increase. Amazing. You know, it's a long season, and uh, I kind of teasingly asked every week whether the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl or out of the Super Bowl. And we talk about the Chiefs a lot because they're a local team as well. But are the Baltimore Ravens the best team in the NFL? Should we be thinking they're the team that's going to be in the Super Bowl? You know, it's weird because I feel like they don't get a lot of respect at all nationally. uh, They're the number one seed right now, and they are playing, you know, like they might be the best. But I feel like they just don't get a lot of respect. Um, you know about that, Lamar Jackson. You might have got, you guys might have seen. He clapped back at a couple journalists that had predicted they would get blown out by the 49ers and in his press conference, he called them out um, and, and by name, you know, and said that. And so it was really interesting. Good for They're him. a really, really good team. They run a different offense than what any other team in the NFL runs. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't know that they're the best team yet. I mean, even though they are the number one seed, so maybe I'm the one disrespecting them. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> They are a really, really good team. I just, I, I probably wouldn't pick them to win the Super Bowl right now, but I think they easily could. Lamar Jackson gambled on himself, but then obviously the Ravens had to agree, and they gave him a heck of a contract. Now they both look good, don't they? Yeah, I think it worked out um, for both parties. You know, the, the weird thing about Lamar Jackson is other teams could have tried to come get him, 
Um, you know, it was the non-exclusive tag. Other teams could have tried to, to work a deal out, and not a single team did. Uh, it was really that that situation is still really intriguing to me. Um, that you didn't even have a single team try, you know, try to take him away. Um, sounds like so, that sounds like somebody out. would cry collusion, wouldn't they? Oh, there there are definitely people in the media that have said that. Yeah, that have absolutely said there was collusion going on. But uh, Chris, wouldn't wouldn't he wouldn't he coming off a couple of seasons yeah. where well, yeah. uh, he was battling he was. injuries and didn't play, but sure. maybe even half of the game. So I think there was some risk absolutely. there involved. Absolutely, a hundred percent, Randy. You're right that you know he had. He had missed, I think, a total of maybe 14 games over the last two years or 13 games, you know, over the previous two seasons. And so, absolutely, there was some risk, especially given his style, the way he plays. And so, uh, there was certainly some risk. But you got to think, a team like, um, you know, a team that is always quarterback needy, like, why wouldn't you think about going to potentially try to get get somebody like that, you know? Um, But, again, not a single team even, even tried. Of course, he could have turned those contracts down. His agent could have turned the contract. Let's say, Correct. wonderful Washington, the commanders, oh, they wanted to go get him. Or, <laughs> or maybe, for that matter, now the New England Patriots. Who would, you know, gads. Right. You know, so why right. would uh, I want to sign with those guys? All right. The uh, finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the 15, has been released. The question I've got um how many years do you stay on the list before, I guess, your name rolls off? Because, I mean, I'm seeing some guys here, uh, their year of eligibility, is this is for, uh, like, Eric Allen, 18th year, Jared Allen, 4th year, Willie Anderson, 11th year. How many years do they get to stay, I guess you can say, on the ballot? You know, it's kind of like baseball, and uh, Randy, I don't know the exact number of years, but they stay on a certain number of years, and then they ten. can get on. It's ten through, in baseball. Ten, okay. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah, then they can get on through the uh, through additional committee, like in football, in other words. So the the uh, they can stay on whether that number is ten or whatever, and then the committee can vote them in as, the, as a longer term, you know, uh, nominee or something like that. So I, I don't know the exact number there, um, Randy, but it is, you know, similar to – to that, and so I, I can I could try to try to track that down, but off the top. No, of I, I was just curious because, I mean, a couple of these guys that's been on there for a long, long time, uh, you'd have thought. On the other hand, they had already been in, into the uh, into the Hall of Fame now, like a Rodney Harrison. I thought Rodney Harrison uh, was a great defensive player for New England. I, I would have thought he'd already been in. Uh, Andre Johnson, wide receiver, he's in his third, just his third year. Uh, Devin Hester, to me, redefined the punt return, the kickoff return. He was a little bit of a, a wide receiver. He's just in his third year. But then you got Rodney Harrison. Uh, I mentioned him. Fred Taylor, ninth year. But then you got a guy like Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. You got to believe they're going they're going to go in their first year. So anyway, Absolutely. just yep. just Absolutely. curious. Chris, I got to tell you, you sounded wonderful today. Yeah, you did. Sounded great. Wonderful. You didn't, you didn't hang up on me today, right? There you right. go. Enjoy, exactly. enjoy the new year. Thanks, guys. Foothills Equipment in Searcy, end of year specials on select Kubota tractors. Pay zero down and 0% APR for 84 months in most cases. Some restrictions apply. Henry Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. HenryFoothills.com. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number.